This is episode number seven of the BJ Bus. I am your host, Alexio. And today's podcast, the Jays win number three. Yeah, that's right. Third straight for the Jays today as they beat the Phillies at home in Dunedin. Right now, I'm in Port Charlotte getting ready for tomorrow's game against the Rays. Today, I'm going to be also talking about Aaron Sanchez. His second time in spring training. He's looking ready. Boys and girls, looks like we're going to have an exciting season, like I said, with Stroman and Sanchez. Woo-wee! I'm pumped. And today's prospect watch, I'm talking about the six foot seven right-hander for the Jays, TJ Zuck. What is going on, everybody? I am your host here, Alexio, reporting inside the BJ bus in Port Charlotte, Florida, of all places. I snuck away from Dunedin today to get ready for tomorrow's matchup against the Rays down here as I get ready for my first road game of the spring. But today, the Jays got a hold of the Phillies early on. As they won their third straight for the spring and now sit at a record of four and six. Things were quiet up until the bottom of the second for the Jays when they tagged Vince Velasquez for five runs. Kevin Biggio started things off with a homer to center field. While Anthony Alford homered to right center field, scoring Danny Jansen for a three-run home run to take the lead to 3-0. Dalton Pompey came in, and he doubled on a line drive to left field as he scored Richard Arrania for the Jays' fourth run of the inning. Freddie Galvis, he singled the ground ball to right field, scoring Dalton Pompey for the Jays' fifth run of the inning. And then once again in the bottom of the third, Richard Arena came up to the plate, grounding out to shortstop Scott Kingery while scoring Kevin Biggio. That was the lone run of the third. As in the top of the fourth, Gregorio Petit scored on an errant walk. In the bottom of the fourth, however, Rowdy Telez came on and he singled a line drive to left field as he scored Randall Grichuk and Freddie Galvis to put the Jays up 7-1. In the bottom of the fifth, Dalton Pompey once again came up to the plate, and he came up clutch, scoring Anthony Alford and Richard Arrania to take the Jays' lead to 9-1 on a double. The Phillies tried to climb their way back as in the top of the sixth, Gregorio Petit, he singled the line drive to center field, scoring in Lane Adams for the Phillies, followed up by Delvi Grand, taking the Jays' lead down to just four. And in the top of the ninth, the Phillies continued their comeback. Trevor Plouffe hit a home run to left center field, taking it to just a three-run game. Austin Lissy, he came up as well in the bottom of the ninth, scoring Mickey Moniak. But that was it for the Phillies, as the Jays would take the game 9-7. Jays had 14 hits, the Phillies had 10. Sanchez got the W as he went two and two thirds for the Jays, allowing just two walks and three strikeouts and one hit. The guy who came in clutch for the Jays today was Dalton Pompey. I talked about it before. Dalton Pompey is somebody who I believe needs to be on this opening roster and boy did he show up today as he went two for four for the Jays, bringing in three runs, giving Sanchez the supporting runs needed to get the W today in Dunedin. Things are definitely starting to roll the Blue Jays way as they've now won three straight here in spring, as they get ready to take on the Rays tomorrow here in Port Charlotte, Florida. Today, I'm going to touch on Aaron Sanchez. Now, we all know that Sanchez has definitely had some injury difficulties over the last 
But right now, Sanchez is throwing the best stuff that we have seen. In today's action against the Phillies, his sinker was sitting at around 95 miles an hour, just making batters look silly when they went up to the plate. And he's definitely trying to send a message to anybody who doesn't believe that he still has the stuff what it takes. It's been pretty smooth sailings for Sanchez in Grapefruit League action. In Sanchez's first game, he went two innings as well, with one walk and one strikeout. Hopefully we can definitely see again this year what Sanchez did in 2016 when he went 15-2 and and led the league in ERA with an even three. Sanchez is definitely going to be a crucial part of the rotation this season. And him packed with Stroman, I keep saying it time and time again, is going to be a great thing to watch this season. And these guys are going out and proving everybody wrong that said that these guys don't have what it takes anymore. Now, mind you, yes, it is just spring training. But what Sanchez has shown over two spring training starts, his stuff has been electric, overpowering hitters with a 95-mile-per-hour sinker. And frankly, Sanchez's second-best pitch is his changeup sits at 89 miles an hour. I said it was Stroman. I'm going to say it was Sanchez. He is another guy on this roster who, if healthy and pitching the best that he can, there's a very good chance that we could see Sanchez pitching a stellar season for the Jays, one that just might prove everybody wrong. What After what I've seen in Stroman's last game, and now Sanchez, these guys are determined to play the best baseball of their careers this season because there's so many people that have fallen off the Blue Jays bandwagon and fallen off of Sanchez and Stroman's bandwagon that these guys are going to have a fantastic season. I am telling you now, watch out for these two guys. Do not be surprised if these guys are both all-stars this season. Because if the Jays do in fact prove everybody wrong, these are going to be the two most crucial guys on the roster who can help the Jays in doing so. Get ready to sit on the edge of your seats and watch closely as we could have an exciting team here in Toronto once again. Even though the belief and the support isn't that high right now. And if you guys remember, Marco Estrada, he had the best changeup on this team. Do you know where Sanchez learned his grip for his changeup? It was from Marco. And in 2016 and 17, there's a reason why Marco Estrada had a K9 of 8.4 and 8.5. That was because of his changeup. So Jays fans and any fan, get ready to sit back and grab a bucket of popcorn as these Blue Jays could surprise you all. And if Pompey comes up and he's swinging the bat the way that he has been, woo-wee, get ready for an exciting season of Blue Jays baseball. Now moving on to prospect watch, I'm talking about TJ Zuck. TJ Zuck attended Mason High School in Mason, Ohio. He was initially drafted by the Royals in the 31st round of the 2013 MLB Draft. But he did not sign with the Royals as he attended University of Pittsburgh to play college baseball for the Panthers. In his final year with the Panthers, he pitched a 6-1 record with a 310 ERA and 74 strikeouts in 69 and two-thirds inning. In 2016, Zuck was considered a top prospect heading into the draft, and the Jays selected him 21st overall. In his first year in the minors with the Jays, he pitched an 0-2 record with a 4.5 ERA and 38 strikeouts through 34 innings pitched. Zuck was down here in Dunedin for his 2017 season. He battled a few injuries that season, which limited him to just 65 and two-thirds innings, finishing the season with a 3-6 record, pitching a 3.56 ERA and 51 strikeouts. In 18, Zuck started the season in Dunedin again, where he went 3-for-3 three three with a 3.47 ERA before being promoted to AA New Hampshire with John Schneider 
coaching at the helms. Right now, TJ Zuck is considered the Jays' 16th best prospect as per MLB.com. Some don't consider Zuck's slider to be his best weapon, but if you look at some of the pitches that this guy's thrown, geez, does that thing have the right amount of break to it. There's a very good chance that we could see Zuck being up in the majors as soon as next season. He looks to be a solid back-end starter for the Blue Jays. His delivery and his mound presence are something that stands out for me as this guy comes out each and every day on the field to give it his all. If he gets his stuff working with his changeup, there's a very good chance that we could see Zuck being a solid mid-rotation pitcher and vying for a full-time spot on the rotation in 2021. We could have a solid rotation in the next few years with him, Eric Pardino, possibly Stroman and Sanchez, as we hope to contend within the next few seasons here. That's it for today's podcast. Tomorrow, I'm going to be up bright and early heading down to Charlotte Sports Park as the Jays get ready for road action against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's going to be an exciting game down here. I went over to the ballpark today to catch a little bit of AL East action as the Rays took on the Orioles. And frankly, that is a beautiful ballpark for spring training baseball. I'm your host, Alexio, and that's it for this edition of the BJ Bus. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter, TBJBus. Also on Facebook now, the BJ Bus is what you can find me on on Facebook. That wraps things up for today. I will be back at you tomorrow, recapping tomorrow's game, another prospect watch. And tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about everyone's favorite center fielder, Kevin Pillar. Have a wonderful evening, everybody.